Hey, Fro. Hey. How many mystics does it take to change a lantern wick? <laughs> I don't know. Mystics can't change lantern wicks. They just know how to. On this week's another digital citizen, we're going to talk of news of the week Baba Wenga and Insidious Last Key. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 118. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. This is going to be a Why are we still pretty counting? short. I don't know. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> well, it, it is because in two episodes I get to say, woohoo! Oh, right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the reason why we're counting. Uh, this is going to be a pretty short show, I think, because uh, we were supposed to do Alone Together, uh, episode one, but I've been sick with a norovirus for two days. That was extremely fun. I do recommend it to anybody. <laughs> I haven't had the flu in What's... forever, knock on wood, <sighs> but it's been a long time since I've had like that kind of sickness. I, I'll get like... <sighs> Uh, sinus infections and stuff like that all the time, but get it. I haven't had a flu yeah. in forever. I don't think. I am. I am shit at being sick. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm one of those guys that's like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm dying. Oh right. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I, there was just recently. I think it was last month. There was a study that came out. I read a whole article about uh, the science behind that and uh, how men act sicker than women do and apparently there's uh actual uh scientific reasons for it it's not necessarily just uh mental it also has to do with just the bio makeup of humans male and female so mm. no i'm 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 shit at being sick i am the first one to admit that uh i think i think i'm 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 one of those guys like yeah, like I said like uh, I'm going to die, but uh, uh, I slept like the two two last days. I've slept more than I have done in three weeks. 
So I guess it's it's good in a way, but it's like it's really centered on those two days of sleeping. Uh, this is Itch from the King Blues, and you're listening to another Digital Citizen. So I've been out with a norovirus. How's your week been? Uh, pretty good. Like I said, I've been sleeping a lot, but uh, for some reason, on Facebook and Twitter, I'm still seeing people complaining about people voting third party in the election in 2016. This is still <laughs> a thing that's happening. Thing? And I've this uh, specifically on Twitter, this guy, Adam J. Smith, wrote, I saw this duplicated on Facebook multiple times for multiple people. Uh, yeah. If you if you're wondering where to hide if nukes go off in your area, hide at the polling place where you voted for a third party because you ref- refuse to vote for the lesser of two evils. In quotation marks. And I just want to say that is the dumbest, most ill-conceived concept ever. I'll just point it out real quick so we can get onto the real news here. But the idea that voting for a third party put Trump into office is stupid. Because I voted for Jill Stein in Oregon, <laughs> and me voting in Oregon had no effect on whether Trump or Hillary got into office, because Hillary won Oregon anyways. If I was in Ohio, maybe it would have had some uh, difference, but it really wouldn't have. And are you going to blame the 3% of people who voted for a third party, as opposed to the 50%, over 50% of people who didn't vote at all? <laughs> like, who do you... Are you who are you really blaming here? And did those third-party votes for Jill Stein, did that cause Congress to be completely taken over by the Republicans? I don't think so. So your stupid third-party caused uh, Trump to be in office is completely debunked right here, uh, and you're, anybody who thinks that is an idiot. Okay, rant over. The claims of, uh, the claims of uh, Luke uh, stands for Luke and Luke alone, but I totally agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> what Luke is saying is his wording, but I totally agree. Like we did uh, every week now, uh, we have a segment called "Oh, look, let's look in Margaret's book to me." Uh, it's top ten crossover sports stars, athletes that other sporting backgrounds have stepped into the WWE ring. Who do you think is number one? Say that all again? Like the the topic? I didn't really understand it. Top 10 crossover sports stars, athletes from other sporting backgrounds that have stepped into the WWE ring. Oh, okay. I get it. Um, What's number one? Mike Tyson, probably? No, Kurt Angle. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think so of people like who were like not... Full-time no. wrestlers. Okay, yeah, Kurt no, no, Angle's no. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two is someone I never heard of, Ernie Ladd. He was um, a football player, and then he became a wrestler yeah. in, like, the 60s, I want to say. Like, forever. Yeah, in the 60s, yeah. Number three is Brock Lesnar, because of his UFC heavyweight championship, of course. Oh, no, it was because before he went into wrestling, he was in real collegiate wrestling. And football. Yeah. I think he would played for the Rams, I want to say. I could be wrong there. Okay. Number three, four is Yahoo McDaniel. 
Wah- Wahoo McDaniels, yeah. Again, 60s yeah. or 70s, maybe? 70s, I want to say. Uh, yeah. Another football player. Uh, Mark Henry, uh, that uh, represented the U.S. in the weightlifting in the Super Olympic Games in 92 and 96. And he was Some... in strongman competition, but I don't know if that counts. Mm, I don't know. Number six is Ron Simmons, that played football. <laughs> but then we have someone that I never thought of as a cross-promoting uh, sports star. Kevin Nash! Uh, Do you know what he did? Right. He probably played basketball in college, my yes. guess. Yes. I mean, that is pretty obvious just by his size. But <laughs> He would be a terrible baseball player because he would have a huge yeah. strike zone. <laughs> like, yeah. the pitcher would, like, I can throw this anywhere, basically. Uh, number eight is Ken Shamrock. I can understand that. Uh, sure. Number nine is uh, Ken Patera. Right. Okay. Uh, Again, I something mean, from uh, like the 50s. I don't even know so, what sport uh, Ken Patera played. Uh, in 1972, uh, Patera pre- represented the U.S. in weightlifting. Oh, December, yeah, okay. That uh, makes sense. Games in Munich. If so I had to is, guess, uh, that's what I would have guessed also. So, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but here's number 10 and maybe my like what the fuck Roman Reigns <laughs> who played football right yes yes I don't know why they would put these in as things to brag about when all those people were failed sports stars so they ended up becoming wrestlers like that's that's what this list is failed sports stars who became pro wrestlers <laughs> but here, here's the kicker do you know what, what? team he played for <laughs> Roman Reigns Roman Reigns uh I've seen the pictures but I don't remember no yeah, he played for Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket subsequently signed off a number of professional teams most successful the CFL Edmonton Eskimos right Canadian <laughs> Football League yeah okay I didn't know he never got in the NFL that's like people who don't get in the NFL they go to the Canadian Football League Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> because that is... Yes. <laughs> so that was uh, how, how uh, Margaret's book of wrestling, as I call it. Thank you, Margaret. Uh, but uh, how, how was wrestling for you this week? Less than, uh, less than exciting. Than mine. Uh-huh. I would say. I mean, uh, SmackDown, it looks like what I said last week about Daniel Bryan turned out to be true. I don't know if he's heel or not yep. at this point, so. I have no clue, but uh, I think so. Have you been watching Fashion Files when they load them up on the, like, you see the little clip on SmackDown, but do you yes. go to the website and watch yes. them? Do you watch the yes. most recent yes. one? Yeah. That f- All the funny stuff is on the website. Like, they post this part, I know. and it's, like, not the, the part they post on TV. It's not funny it's at not all. Funny. It's like no, if you I made a trailer, but you just put the worst part of the trailer, <laughs> the worst part of the movie in the trailer. You know what I mean? Okay, let's have a kickback to last week. I'm using time machine sounds. That's my time machine sound. When we are here next week, I will be really surprised if Norway's labor uh, party, the tech, uh, deputy leader is still around. 
back in the time machine. What happened this week? Oh, let's read it out loud. Through the Nostradamus was le- uh, right. Norway's Labour Party deputy leader resigns and admits harassment claims. Uh, amid harassment, uh, he didn't admit harassment claims. They're amid oh. harassment claims, right? He didn't actually I, I, admit I, anything. He, he just resigned. He, yes. So I told you so. Uh, it's it seemed like most people thought this was going to happen. So uh, we're not really surprised. Uh, I think what he said was he did this because his family was being harassed and that he was. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't handle the pressure. His family couldn't handle the pressure anymore of people wanting him to resign. So he, he went ahead and resigned. Um, yeah. I think he had still, the article I read said that he still um, didn't, uh, he still contended most of the larger a- accusations, but admitted to some of the smaller ones, I think is what mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I yeah. guess that was enough for him to resign. Uh, but this is huge news. Uh, a lot of people saying this is the Me Too movement coming to Norway. So, Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is definitely uh, the Me Too movement. And I, I, I have never heard uh, the Labour leader say Me Too so many times when they had the press conference about this. It was Me Too this, Me Too that. Um. Uh, yeah. So it happened. That's really that's no. really all there is to the story. Uh, I mean, there's nothing more to say other than that he resigned, and it's it's uh, they are going to continue having the cases uh, against him up on the agenda, and like give fa- feedback to the people that has like and complained about him. Right, but how many people in America who have been, had accusations against them have been uh, have gotten in trouble in any way legally for any of it? Zero. So no, I don't think... None. Probably this guy's going to get fired and he'll get a job with an oil company in Norway and he'll make yeah. way more money after this. I bet you anything. Yeah. I know, I'm not trying to be uh, negative, but it's just the way politics no. works. So. Yep. Hey... Do you like chocolate? <clears throat> I love chocolate. I love uh, chocolate as well. M&M makers fears that chocolate shortage by 2050 and scientists say that chocolate may be extinct by 2050. So, ooh. Right. Uh, this is all from climate change, uh, according to scientists, rising temperatures threatened to shrink the small strip of rainforest in around the uh, around the equator i thought it was ecuador no around the equator where cacao trees uh (laughs) thrive so this would totally lower the amount of uh cacao trees available to the world and eventually causing them to completely if, if the climate change continues it would completely wipe them out and by 2050 we would have basically a unsustainable uh, amount of chocolate to go around. It would be insanely expensive, insanely expensive if it did exist because we would have to be growing them indoor or something like that where we could control climate. 
researchers that uh, add that over 89% of the current grow areas for chocolate uh, will not be suitable for crops by 2050 because of the lessening humanity. No, not humanity. Humidity. <laughs> humanity. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was less because of the humanity? <laughs> humidity. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of has to do with humanity in a way, but... Uh... <laughs> I guess yes. Mars, uh, which is the candy maker who makes M&M's and other chocolates, pledged $1 billion last September towards uh, efforts aimed at saving chocolate and cocoa plants. Uh, the corporation recruited Un University of California researchers to develop a sturdier plant that won't wilt in drier cli climates. And it's apparently all coming down to this tool called CRISPR, which I heard for the first time this week, I think on the Joe Rogan show, he was talking about mm. CRISPR, which is a tool developed by UC Berkeley Genesis, uh, Jennifer Dunda, D uh, Dauna, Dauna, uh, which lets Dumba. scientists tinker with DNA strands to potentially alter anything uh, from produce to people. Uh, so mm. they're even using this to... Uh, it, this is just a tool that you can mess with any any kind of genetics. So their plan is to take the cacao plants, change their genetics so that they'll be able to survive in uh, more varied climates than what they can now. Yeah. Kind of scary stuff right? that they're messing with DNA like that, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's scary, also but... very interesting. We want chocolate. So... I know, I know, <laughs> I know somebody that would be screaming if they didn't get their chocolate. Trust me. Uh, FBI launches new uh, Clinton Foundation investigation. But didn't Coney say, come out and say that they were done with this? Uh, well, they were. Uh, that was, well, that was the email investigation into Hillary Clinton's email server is what you're talking about. Uh, uh that was the one that during the campaign was the big thing. This is now it's the foundation, the Clinton okay. foundation on whether they had any play, pay to play politics, um, or money laundering, money schemes, illegal activities, uh, while Hillary Clinton served as secretary of state. Uh, mm. FBI agents in Little Rock, Arkansas have taken the lead on the investigation and have, in, have interviewed at least one witness in the last month. Uh, this is has been an ongoing investigation for a few months, uh, but we're just finding out, out about it now because it's been kind of leaked uh, to the press. Uh, this was in The Hill. Uh... But it is interesting stuff that we're getting more Hillary Clinton. Um, I guess this isn't really just Hillary Clinton because it's the whole Clinton Foundation. But Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, the whole Clinton Foundation, which we've talked a lot about in the past. Uh, there's definitely something screwy going on there. They're being investigated for multiple things at this point. This isn't the only investigation going on. This is just the most recent one. Um, and you don't hear a lot about it in the news, so I figured we'd cover it. Yeah, we don't hear much about it in the news, sadly, I think, because it's, 
like what what are two people talking about uh, lately we're going to talk about that a little later but uh, I, it seems to be a lot of uh, uh, MiU stuff has uh, cooled down almost now. The what? Oh, the Me Too stuff. The, um, the Me Too stuff. You said Me You. <laughs> me You. Uh, me Too. Me You. <laughs> me you. Um, it sounds me like you. a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, actually, Me Too is isn't that a Pokemon? Mew. Oh, that's Mewtwo. Sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> that that's Mewtwo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it has, except we're going to cover the what happened this week a little later uh, on in the news about the Me Too stuff. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But as far as this goes, there's been, uh, I, I mean, you just don't see it covered because this is not something they want to cover in liberal media because it definitely makes Democrats look bad. Um, yeah. I mean, this lady was... Uh, Clinton was being uh, investigated by the FBI while she was running for president. Nobody seemed to mention it all that much uh, then, until um, until the letter came, letters came out, and now this is happening. We don't hear a lot about it, but who knows? This could go. This Fox could go nowhere. But I have a feeling, just by what we've the stuff we've seen from the Clinton Foundation come out in the WikiLeaks and other places, uh, yeah. there was definitely something going on there. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets in trouble. I doubt it'll be one of the Clintons. Do you know that Norway... Actually... I'm a little embarrassed to tell you this, but we are actually one of the big weapon makers in the world. Believe it or not. Nothing compared to us here in the US, but yeah, one of the big... But still, we sell weapons around the world we even like it's not that fucking long time ago there was a case on Norwegian television that we sold mines that we have signed under that we prohibit the use of that is kind of uh, <laughs> double moral we're selling weapons that we like said should be banned right but Norway holds weapon sales in Yemen war, citing humanitarian crisis as U.S. and Britain continue supply. I'm not super surprised, but the Norwegian Ministry of Foreign Affairs said Wednesday that the country will stop supplying weapons submission to the United Arab Emirates, citing great concern over humanitarian crisis in Yemen. Now? Now? After three years, right. Uh, After three fucking years? (coughs) Well, I I mean, the thing is, uh, according to them, it's due to the humanitarian crisis. They're saying, like, okay, maybe we've gone a little too far here uh, murdering all these people. (laughs) Maybe we should stop murdering all these people uh, and giving the Saudis and the uh, just anything they need to just go around murdering people. Uh, I heard an interesting interview last week about the whole situation in Yemen and how it really is like the U.S. and Israel and Saudi Arabia working together to just destroy this country. It's really terrible stuff that's happening there. And uh, Norway's pulling out of that thing because they I, I'm guessing they probably are going, this is just more horrible than we're willing to 
allow our name on. That's you know what I mean. Like up till this point, they've mm-hmm. been like, okay, we're willing to kind of go with it, but because we're part of the coalition with you guys, but you've gone to, gotten to a point. It says here more than eighty percent of Yemen Yemenis lack food, fuel, water, access to healthcare. Uh, meaning they don't even have hospitals or anything. Eighty percent of the country, uh, they probably are looking at going. This is this is horrible, and we don't we don't want our name on it. Is really what it comes down to. So, yeah, but still, now after like bombing and shitting all down Yemen, really. Right. I mean, the other thing is you're not really at, your country isn't bombing them. You're selling weapons to. Well, uh, the United Arab Emirates, and that they're them the Saudis are bombing them is really what it is. Um, yeah. So we shouldn't support any war. No, I mean there is just a coalition of uh, countries in that area that are just uh, ruining the Middle East, and they're do- we're doing it on purpose. It's all for money, and we all- everybody knows it, and nobody wants to do anything about it. But at least here. Norway's going. We're done. We don't want. We don't want to have anything to do with this. It's horrible. And uh, this is another thing you don't see a lot in the news. Only found this on D- Democracy Now. So, uh, but it, very important story this week. Definitely. Um, uh, talking about sessions. No, we didn't talk about sessions. Uh, but uh, I, I, there's uh, some news about sessions. This week, um, and he's trying to crack down on marijuana. Uh, he, or... Right, uh, he overturned an act put in by during the Obama administration that told the federal government that to give the the rights to the states. States' rights is a thing in in our constitution. Uh, it, he, Obama said the federal gov- government shouldn't interfere with the state's uh, rights to choose whether they have it, whether they have legal cannabis or not. And he overturned that, saying the federal government's going to take an active role in whether uh, states do or not. If they see somebody doing something that they don't like in a state, they're going to the federal government will come in if the if the states aren't doing anything about it. Is what it is. Um. This is a huge thing because the Republicans are all about states' rights. Like, that's their big thing, especially Trump. And this goes against the whole concept of states' rights. So it's kind of, it's very hypocritical. It's because of marijuana, is it? Right. It's because they don't like, they're living in, they still probably think all the stuff from uh, the crazy drug, uh, I don't want to say the 50s because I don't know if they're really that if it's really that far back but just the the whole last 50 years of propaganda about marijuana Jeff Jeff Sessions is just too old and he doesn't realize that things have changed in the last whatever 20 years and that people Mm. know that all that propaganda is not true he still believes it and so he's still in this mindset that uh, it's worse than heroin, which he actually said this week. So, wow. Yep, he's. He, we have people in the White House who are living 
30 or 40, 50 years ago. They still think that things are the way they were then, but we, we have... We have uh, huge. We've had huge advances in technology and huge advances in science, and uh, we've proven a lot of these things wrong. But they still believe them because that's the way they've been indoctrinated, and that's the way been, they've been brought up. So that is so fucking stupid. States are already fighting against this, obviously. Um, saying uh, there, was, our governor here in Oregon, Kate Brown, came out and did a press conference saying. If they try to come in and do anything, we will fight against them to, if they're trying to prosecute any, uh, you know, local business. If we have federal people coming in and prosecuting local businesses for doing legal business within the state, the, our state's not going to be okay with that, is what she said, so. That is so fucking stupid. Right, and... The funniest part about this whole thing is even Republicans agree that marijuana should be legal. <laughs> like, yeah. Alex Jones, the right, f- most far right wing of right wing, believes that marijuana should be legal. And this guy is not making any friends uh, doing this. So it, this is not good for, their, for the Republican outlook in 2018. It just helps the Democrats and independents. So in a way, it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. Morons. Oh, better! <laughs> I had to laugh when 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 you put the silly news in in last. I had to laugh laugh, uh, and it's kind of funny because man hit man's YouTube video of white noise hit with five <laughs> copyright claims. <laughs> Why? Uh, I mean, you've been paying attention to what's been going on to you in YouTube yes. world in the last yes. few weeks, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If anybody hasn't been paying attention, uh, <laughs> tons of people have been getting copyright strikes and um, deep being demonetized for things that they have no concept of why. Uh, I think one of the big ones this week was there's a LA Beast who's kind of been a YouTube sensation for what ten years, maybe more. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, they he was in the middle of a live stream and they shut it off uh, before he was going to, I think he was going to eat, eat some bugs, which is really, if you look Mm -hmm. up eating bugs on YouTube, there's probably a million videos of different people doing that. Um, But they banned him from live streaming for three months. Uh, This Mm -hmm. has all really stems back to the advertisement, advertisement strike that happened last year. And now YouTube's been trying to change their algorithms to fight hate videos and fake news is what they've said in the past. That's what it all stemmed from. But now it's really they're starting to attack just everybody. Like this guy, Sebastian Tomzak, uh, like Fro said, he he had a video up uh, of 10 hours of white noise, which if people don't know, you don't really have it anymore because... We don't have the mm-hmm. same kind of signals we do with the same kind of TVs, but it used to be when you you know turned your TV to a channel that didn't have a signal, you got white noise. So that's what this was. It doesn't have any you. There's no you can't you could not copyright this. There's no possible way to copyright white noise. Uh, but this guy was hit with five uh, copyright strikes against this ten-hour uh, white noise video. Um, 
just showing how ridiculous the algorithm is uh, and how it's going after just random, random crap uh, on YouTube. And it's really destroying a lot of people's careers. And yet, Logan Paul... <laughs> Puts up a dead body and it's and he's still yeah. like he's still on there, so yeah, we talked about that. Uh, he hasn't been kicked off. Uh, he's still nope. posting videos, but white noise gets five copyright strikes. So it, it, it's 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 not it's not that it's stupid. It's ludicrous. It's it's. Uh, uh, it's so fucking stupid. It's all them trying to make the advertisers happy and trying to fix their algorithm to uh, demonetize uh, things that advertisers could find offensive, but it's going way too far at this point, and it seems like they're demonetizing things that they just don't like. It doesn't have anything to do with, with whether it's offensive or not. So, Right. And but but that's the fucking problem. That's the problem. Yeah, it's all censorship. But they are a company, yeah. you know. Like it, they have the right to censor anybody they want. But it's oh, not yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. It, this is definitely not the YouTube that we grew up with. Uh, since the whatever, since the nineties, since the early two thousands, this is a whole different oh. YouTube now. That's. It's not an open and free platform anymore, like it used to be. So we just got to accept that. And, and, and that is, that if we is need to, if, if you want a free platform, I guess we need to move over to Twitch or Vimeo or whatever, yeah. because it's going to happen eventually if YouTube keeps doing this. I know multiple YouTube uh, personalities that are starting Twitch and Vimeo accounts because it's just they can still get ad hits there, but they're not being censored as hard as YouTube. So, and that is so sad. It is extremely sad. But uh, going uh, on, there's been some other news this week uh, because of uh, the Golden Globes. Uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey got the prize in the Golden Globes. Was it the? Uh, wasn't it uh, the? What did they? Call I it? have no idea. All I saw was like clips of the speech. I have no idea what award she got or anything. I think it was for for long term, like uh, I think it was like the the career award uh, or something. Yeah, something like that. But uh, 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 after she held this speech, I've listened to the speech. Uh, everybody's talking about how she should become the next U.S. president. What do you think? I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> she made a speech at the Golden Globes, so she should be, she should be president. How is that a logical response to anything? We are totally living in idiocracy right now. This is so dumb. The same people who were like, "Oh, Trump can never be president. He doesn't have any political experience. How can he be president?" Are the same mm-hmm. people saying Oprah should be president? That's it's the most hypocritical again it's just so hypocritical and stupid of people that they they're it's goldfish memory. They only remember what happened 3 months ago and they don't yeah. they don't remember that they went against their own uh beliefs uh 7 months ago. You know what I mean? So Yeah. 
uh, yeah, Oprah has no business even running for president. Um, if it was The Rock versus Oprah versus Donald Trump and they were all in the primaries for president, I would just give up on this country. <laughs> <laughs> You really mean that? Uh, if, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a new strategy from the Democrats now. <laughs> they want to have 17 or more uh, candidates in the primary. And what that yeah. does is it gives an advantage to anybody who has the most money. Because any the person who has the most money can get their voice out better than the other people. And it's it, it, uh... It drowns out anybody else who doesn't have that much money because they'll be drowned out by the other 15 people who don't have as much money. Uh, mm. And that's the Democratic strategy. I have a very, I have a large, a large part of me really does not think she's going to run. I think this is just a big, oh, this is the story of the week because people were talking about it. I, I really don't believe at all she's going to run in 2020. Do you think so? Mm, I think uh, there's bigger possibilities that the uh, rock will. Right, but he, uh, that was I saw somebody saying, "Oh, what if it was Oprah and Rock?" Uh, Rock's a Republican, so that yeah. wouldn't happen. And people, the other thing about people don't seem to remember about Oprah, she was pro Iraq War. And on her show, friends. she on her show she was during after nine eleven. She was all about. Uh, supporting our going into our Iraq. So that should be a disqualifier right there in the democratic party, but it not because yeah. we've let's not remember that because guess what? Hillary Clinton was also pro Iraq war. Oh, just con let's just continue. <laughs> but that's, that's more or less the problem though. It's like the fucking uh, short term memory giving people uh, the time and place. Like, she was good friends with Harvey Weinstein. Nobody fucking re remembers that anymore. Who? Oprah or Hillary? I, I think they both no, were, actually. But uh, Oprah. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, we shouldn't... This That shouldn't even be part of the discussion. She has no political experience yeah. whatsoever. She has no... There's no reason she should even be in the... Th thoughts of running for president so that should be where we start and that's where sh it, this all should end is what in my opinion but but yeah. let's hear what tron has to say about it this is tron where tron tells the truth who's going to be the next president of the united states yes everybody thought joe biden or some new face is going to show up but not how people are talking about over winter well i gotta make myself unpopular this time they say i don't want over winter no, I don't. I'm not afraid of a of a black woman or a woman generally in the White House. But really, do we need another TV star? Because that's what it is. It's a celebrity. A celebrity who now wants to save the world. There's a lot of people who want to save the world and go ahead and do it. But doing politics is not easy. It's doing all the hard work. That was what good old Donald Trump find out. That all day you do politics is not very fun. It's boring details. You have to work to make people stand together. You, there's a lot of details and bullshit and something things you don't know. You can't predict anything. Sometimes you just have to... Yes, you have to do what you feel, but it's difficult. And I'm sure I want to offer other reasons too. 
Oprah did a show for many years. It was very good. But she also get airtime to people that I don't like and don't respect. One of those people is Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil was a psychiatrist. But not in real sense. My father was a psychiatrist and he hated that show. He hated it because it would make men, people with mental problems up to be a showcase. Yes, sometimes people should be protected from themselves, not be a showcase in a show by a make-believe fucking doctor. The same comes to Dr. Oz and a whole lot of other bullshit she presents on television. Does we really want that to be American next president? I want a boring person, a boring woman or man, black, white, transgender, I don't give a fuck, but a boring person who know what politics is about, all the bullshit is about, the difficult things, the long hours, the white hair you will definitely get at doing a lot of politics. I, want, I don't think the, same, the, politi- the voting a typical politician is bad. The typical person is something good. A lot of pe- people who are doing community, sit-in, city, city, city governments in Norway, have long hours. They don't earn a lot of money. You have to read a lot of papers, put, be, being unpopular for having to, to deal with shit, because you cannot always make everybody happy. And that's also part of politics. You you can be loved, but not everybody ever gonna love you. That's typical. We just you cannot always say the right things, and that's fucking life. I don't. I want a person who's prepared for that, who can take that, and know also how to deal with international foreign relations, talk to other people, talk to other culture, understand the way of view. Because I see Oprah Winfrey, she is American, very American. And one thing I know when I listen to American television, your version of the world is quite different from ours, and but and that maybe works at your in your homes, but when you're gonna work with us outside your country, you need to know us and know what's fucking going on. And sorry, people, I don't think Oprah Winfrey is qualified to doing that. This was drawn with Trump tells the truth. We have a Facebook page uh, where you can go. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. Be there or be square. It's open. Yay. Yay. Come check out things and post things on the Facebook things. And we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails? We did. We got one from our favorite emailer, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. He says, hey, hey guys, thanks for watching Mindhunter for me so I don't have to. Between you guys guys watching these kind of shows and smart wrestling fan watching wrestling for me, I have effectively outsourced my TV watching and freed up time (laughs) for other pursuits. (laughs) Smart. About Mindhunter, I listen to a few true true crime podcasts, and their fandom mm-hmm. likes to discuss serial killers a lot. I guess that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, the groups exploded with the excitement about Ed, uh, Edmund Kemper, Ed, Edmund Kemper, uh, when he made an appearance as the as a character in Mindhunter, mm-hmm. uh, and it piqued my interest. I should have known it was all downhill from there when excitement died down. At, after that episode, and nobody discussed the presence, the presence of the BTK or other killers in the show. Mm-hmm. 
If the show couldn't hold the interest of its target demographic, I'm not surprised it didn't do it for you guys. That's saying something. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not sorry for making you watch this. You made me listen to Big Brother reviews, so we're nowhere even close to even. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he has a point. He doesn't like Celebrity Big Brother. Well, we did regular... Uh, I think he's talking about when we no, did we the did, full thing of regular, regular Big Brother. Yeah, which, like, we did regular. Now yeah. that the new Big Brother's on, uh, when I first started watching it, I'm, I the first thing I did, like, first few episodes, I'm sitting there going, thinking about Emma's outfit and how I should describe it and going, oh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or, or uh, how we say see fake tits in this uh, uh, se- season. A lot of fake tits. Oh, no, those are real. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, India? Yeah. Yeah, those are real tits. Is it? No, yeah, she didn't have implants or anything. Those are, like, they naturally grow when you get, um, when you do the hormone uh, replacement really? and everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, those are real. Uh, we're talking about India, who uh, had tra- uh, had transition surgery from man yes. to woman, and they've showed her top. She's like the only person they've really showed topless the whole time. Yes. But yeah. uh, she's also like she's up for nomination this week, and I don't. I think the guy's probably going to go because she's the one stirring up everything in the house, and we know how much the crowd likes to see the person that's in there that's going to stir shit up to make it interesting, so I, I don't yes. think she's going anywhere. No. It's the guy that's going. I, I totally, totally agree with you. Uh, uh, right now, when we are recording, it's live from the house, so we, we, we could spoil it, but we're not going to. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- talking about TV, other than Big Brother, what have you seen? All right. I thought it was going to be the elementary uh, se- season premiere this week, but it turned out not to be. I think That's... they bumped it because I had heard it was going to come out this week and it did not. Um, Next week? No, Next week? I don't think it's going to be all the way until September, it looks like, is what I'm reading. Oh. But it could be sooner. I don't know. Uh I had heard it was going to come out in the be- uh, beginning of January, mid-January, yeah. and I think it got yeah. moved because... Uh, Same I, I've heard. Yeah, exactly. I think it got moved, so I'm not really 100% sure when oh. it's coming out. Oh. But I watched the show called Flora Bama Shore. Flora Bama Shore. Florabama is all one word, like Florida and Alabama combined into one. Oh, okay. Never heard about this. I had never heard of it either, and somehow I caught, like, the beginning of the very, very last episode. And so I ended up going back and watching the rest of it. It's the worst version of whatever Jersey Shore, Geordie Shore, Party Down (laughs) South, like, the Alaskan version of this. This is the worst one of all of them, uh, as far as, like, characters go. It's... It's really, really terrible, but it's just a stupid, fun show. Anyways, uh, you would probably like it, from Floribama Shore. Uh, let's see, what else did I see this week? Uh, you, did you see the X-Files? First episode, season 11 of the X-Files. I did. 
What did you think? I thought it was the same shit, new wrapping. I like this better than last season for sure, but we'll see where it goes after this. I felt like this was the beginning, or this was the stuff that we wanted out of last season and this episode, but uh, I don't know. uh, You think it's just the same as last season? Yeah, I think it's better, but I didn't like it. Oh, okay. I I I enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Last season just made me mad. This season I, or at least this episode, I went and watched it with an open mind, and I looked at it and went, okay, there's no stupid garbage jokes or like throwback jokes that like, uh, you know what I mean, or any dumb characters that are totally out of place that don't fit with the rest of the story. And they were, it just felt like they were taking it more seriously to me. Um. Mm. Oh, uh, the 100 season five got a release date. It's going to be April 24th will be the first episode. So I'm looking forward to that because that cliffhanger at the end of last season was freaking amazing. Yep. Um, and the last thing I saw was hard sun on the BBC. Okay. And what is that? Uh, it was one of the shows I mentioned. I think it was in my, uh, honorable mentions of shows I'm looking forward to this year. It's about uh, two uh, two pol- police uh, detectives. That's what it is. Two poli- police detectives who uh, they are investigating the murder of a hacker, and while doing oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. they get this information yeah. that the world is going to end in five years, and they kind of have to decide wh- what to do with it, but it ends up that they don't know who to trust, so it's kind of them against the world. At least uh, that's where we're at after the first episode. So, I it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if it's as good as like technically as McMafia, but the storyline's cooler than McMafia. So, mm. Celebrity Big Brother is uh, almost the only thing I've seen this week. Uh, America's uh, Next uh, <coughs> Top Model started back. Uh, that was fun. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, I, I really like, I, I love that kind of show. So that was good. Um, uh, I have still not seen Alone Together, so we're going to go around next week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. You said it was pretty good, didn't you? It's decent. Uh, it's nothing horrible is the thing, like. It has a very dry sense of uh, humor to it, uh, but it's very fun. It's it's uh, produced by Andy Sandberg, but it doesn't feel very Andy Sandberg. It's very Ooh. indie feeling. I don't know. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, we'll do a full review of it. But overall, I thought it was okay. Uh, decent enough to cover. I, I think we'll go through the whole thing and funny enough that it'll be fun to cover for sure. Cool. And it was all... all uh... Uh, only a little over 20 minutes, wasn't it? 22 minutes, I think. Yeah, it's a 30-minute show, which I like yeah. doing those better than the hour-long shows because I think we get a little... We go a little, little over every time we do an hour-long show, but I'm sure we'll do another yeah. one in the future someday. Oh, yeah. Um, are you interested in all in breaking our rules and actually covering season two of uh, Westworld? No. No, that was horrible to take notes on. Wasn't it was it? that was a nightmare to take notes on. Yeah, because there's so much. I know. 
so much going on that like it was yeah. 10 pages of notes every episode <laughs> I, I was thinking about that how happy you're going to be that we don't have to talk about west 12 this season because it's season two i'm sure we'll still talk about it in the tv round but oh, yeah, yeah, we're not yeah, gonna yeah. go super in depth in it yeah yeah hey um do you have any predictions for 2018 <sighs> um predictions uh, no, not re- Do you? I see in the future that we will cover a lot of shit on the podcast. That's not a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see someone having a baby. There you go. Uh, that's, she's that, British. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm sure that mm-hmm. was not. that's going to come true, probably. Mm-hmm. She's British, and her name is Tilly. Not great. She- not great predictions you got there. It's like I'm. Uh, let me predict. Roman Reigns will win the WWE tie or the Universal Title at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. That's super safe. One of the most safe bets ever. <laughs> like we 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 are really good at predictions. Uh, I think Trump will not. Um, be, uh, I think uh, Trump will be president out 2018. I'll, I'll predict that, uh, go out on a limb and say the Clinton Foundation won't exist uh, past 2018. That's a pretty good one. Oh, that's a good one. I think we will have the same. I think we will have a new election in the uh, in Britain. Actually. I think that's already confirmed, isn't it? But yeah, I agree with that one. Is it? Oh. But uh, why we are talking about this is because we are going to talk of Baba Wanga. And Baba Wanga is not the ice cream. What is she? What ice cream? What ice cream are you thinking of? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It was just <laughs> a segment that's a that's a weird segue. I'm like, I've never had Baba Vanga ice cream. That's new. <laughs> Baba Vanga doesn't it sound like ice cream? I think it sounds like it's ice cream. Really? Yes. One scoop. Yeah. One scoop of Baba Vanga, please. Yeah. I think it sounds like a like a early like early two thousands uh, uh, electro group. <laughs> group? Yes. <laughs> That is totally what it sounds like. <laughs> and all they play is like electropop. Exactly, electropop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, who's Baba Wanga, Luke? She was a blind Bulgarian mystic, clairvoyant, and herbalist who spent most of her life in an area called Kozha in Bulgaria. Uh, and aren't, aren't you happy that I'm going to tell you her born name? So, of course, that's Vangelia Hedavea Dimitrova. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I, obviously, from her first name is where you get the Venga. I think Baba yes. probably, is my guess, means grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in 1911. 
Why can I not find when she died? Oh, she died August 11th, 96, 1996. So a while ago. Uh, But she actually made predictions all the way through... uh, I think it was... uh, Why don't I have it down? (sighs) Phil... (laughs) There you go. The 50th century? That's crazy. But yes, that's what it says. Yes. Uh, That's a long time. That's a lot of predictions. But uh, she was a mystic, so she made predictions about a lot of things. uh, And some Mm. of these things totally did not come true. Some of them did come true. Um I guess a couple of interesting ones. Uh, she claimed, uh, oh, this is from Weiser's Field Guide to the Paranormal, uh, that claimed that she told of the breakup of the Soviet Union, uh, the Chernobyl disaster, uh, Stalin's death, a sinking of a Russian submarine, the September 11th attacks on America, uh, mm-hmm. And, oh, and Toblov's victory in the World Chess Tournament. She also predicted tensions within North Korea and the trials and tribulations of an autistic student in Malaysia uh, during his master's program in drone flight practices. That's really specific. I guess she was directly yeah. talking to this guy. Uh, she did directly talk to a lot of people. Uh Here's what she said about 9-11, according to them, in, yeah, one second, in 1989. Yeah, go ahead. Horror, horror. The American brothers will fall after being attacked by steel birds. The walls will be howling in the bush, and innocent blood will will be gushing. And that was in 1989, so what's that, like? Uh, 12 years before, right? 12 or 13, depending. 12 or 13 years yeah. before it happened. But again, this is that does not say specifically like a bunch of Saudi nationals are going to get in some planes and blow up the, the World Trade Center. That's not what it says. It says be attacked by steel birds, which mm-hmm. in 1989, guess what? Planes existed. So I don't know why she's calling them steel birds. <laughs> Do you think about that at all, bro? Like, why would no. why would you call them steel birds in 1989? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. But but also, Venga incorrectly predicted that the 99 for FIFA World Cup final will be played between two teams beginning with B. One finalist was Brazil, but Bulgaria was eliminated by Italy in the semifinals. Uh, and she also claimed, oh, this one's really interesting. She claimed in 2003, any person would be able to think in synchronicity with, with each other, allowing for a form of secondary existence, uh, claiming the entire culture would begin to spread through a false world. Uh, Mm -hmm. she said that would happen in 2003. 2003 was the year the game Second Life was released. Uh, yeah. Believe, uh, many 
who follow her believe uh, this to be the secondary realm that Venga spoke of. So mm-hmm. a, sec- a second life reference, what? <laughs> yeah. And Venga predicted that the World War Three would start November 2010 and last until October 2014. Oh. <laughs> she predicted her own death. Uh, yeah. Dreaming that she would die on the 11th of August and be buried on the 13th of August. Shortly beforehand, uh, shortly before that, she said that she had a 10-year... That a 10-year-old blind girl living in France was to inherit her gift. uh, And that people would soon hear about her. Uh, They don't actually have a quote on that. And they don't actually say whether it came true or not. Well, I guess she did die on August 11th, so... I wonder if she was buried on... They, well, I guess they could have just buried her on August 13th just because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we got to stick yeah. with the prediction here. Uh, yeah. so, or I, someone killed her on, on that day. On August 11th, like, just to make it true. Um, yeah, like, putting the pillow over her mouth, just like, you're going to die now, tell us. Uh, she yeah. also predicted that the 44th president would be the United States' last commander-in-chief uh, mm-hmm. after Trump's inauguration in 2017 debunked this predi- prediction. Uh, Venga supporter claimed that she predicted the 45th president would be a Masonic personality who would be faced with a crisis that would bring the country down. Uh, so some people think that <laughs> Trump may be that uh, thing that brings the country down and that maybe in the future we won't consider him the 45th president. Like, it, well, I guess if he became, like, a dictator and he was no longer called the president, I guess that could be true. Yeah. Uh, fulfilling La- Venga's last will and testament, her uh, house was turned into a museum that opened its doors to visitor on May 5th, 2008. So you can actually go and visit her house. Because she's, I mean, uh, in 1997, it was claimed that millions of people believe that she possessed these normal, these paranormal abilities. So Mm -hmm. she was, uh, she had a huge following, at least in the late 90s, before, like, uh, right after she died. I'm sure it's gone down a bit since then, uh, but who knows how much. Yeah. Uh, but, um... There's this really big Russian online project that is dedicated to her work. Look, it's called the Great Encyclopedia of Wenga. Okay. Actually, yeah. And uh, I, I was I was looking for. <coughs> Sorry. Mm. Sorry, it's something in my throat. Uh, and I was looking for this, but uh, uh, have you seen uh, this uh, uh, Russian site about her? Uh, no. Yeah, you didn't uh. send it to me, did you? No. No, I don't think no, I no, have. no, no, no. I didn't find it. That's why I'm asking. You didn't find it's... it? Now I'm confused. No. It says so in the Wikipedia. Oh, it says in the Wikipedia that it exists and it no longer exists. Yeah. Okay, it probably yeah. just no longer exists, is the yeah. thing. Yeah. But we have a website that people can go to. It's Baba 
slash wenga.com. Dash wenga. Dash wenga, sorry. Right. Baba dash wenga.com. The greatest Bulgarian prophet is... It's a cool site, actually. Uh, um, what is it about, like, cults and mystics and, like, uh, charlatans well, where... Websites from the 90s, yeah. Uh, I don't. I just think what it is is that web developers just don't fall for this stuff, <laughs> <laughs> because all these websites do look like they're from the nineties. Yeah, and this definitely does that with Baba Baba Wenga pointing towards us with her finger. Um, I've I've went to many of the pages. What is your what is your uh, what do you, where should we go first? I think the obvious place to go first is Baba Vanga on extra about extraterrestrials. Uh, how many times have we done things like done topics for our main topic, and we thought it had nothing to do with aliens, and it turned out it had everything to do with aliens? Isn't that well, Tillis like like saying it's all always about the aliens? It all comes back to the aliens. It really yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, she believed, uh, if you go into this, it's actually three pages of kind of talks about her, uh, how she, her belief in aliens and different things. But it seems like to me from reading this, that that is where she gets her predictions from is from Mm -hmm. alien beings, which she says are totally see-through. They're like, um... She said they're like the reflection on on the water. Like, that's they're like a reflection on the water. That's what they look like to her. But again, she's mm. blind. So... Mm-hmm. Um, she says that her predictions... Like, there are hierarchies of extraterrestrials. There are, like, the lower extraterrestrials that she says are just around all the time. And, that, like, she'll just go into a room and there'll just be one there hanging out. But sometimes... Uh, more senior, like um, higher up the chain of command, extraterrestrials will come down and tell her like the big events that happen, and that's where she gets her predictions from. Mm. Uh, I think that's kind of the overview of the extraterrestrial stuff, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I can read a little excerpt from something if you want me to. Yes, please. Uh, I entered my house. This is her talking. Uh, I entered my house and sat in the middle of the room, and they all sat down in a circle around me. All of them were older men, I might even say seniors, wearing shiny clothing. It was radiating so much light as if the whole room was lit up by the sun. Uh, They told me, stand up and listen, and we will tell you about the future. Don't be scared of anything, as in front of your door you have a guard. Uh, They told me that the time has come for me to share what they have told me. So... That's where this all comes from, is extraterrestrials. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think maybe, maybe... Oh, one second. Before I, we move on, okay. I found another one. You don't see it, but now there is a huge movement of aircraft up in the sky. Usually there are about three of them flying. They tell me, be prepared for the big event, but they won't tell me what it is. Sorry. Yeah, cool. So there are alien think... spacecraft, according to her, just flying around <laughs> all the time. We just don't, we can't see them. So, 
But uh, I think I had the most fun with her remedies for different things. Oh, okay. uh, I went. I I I was like, okay. Uh, for example, sore throat. Uh, here's her remedy for a sore throat. One to two times a day, gargle with a pinch of salmon yak dissolved in a coffee cup with f- water. That I have no idea what that means. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. You don't want know what salmonac is? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, salmonac is like uh, you use it to clean fucking houses with and things like that. Oh, okay. It's really, 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 really not good. Uh, sore throat. Drink tea from thyme, caramilla, and a pinch of sumac. Sore throat. Four different gargles every two to three, uh, four hours. Gargle. But, uh, okay. <laughs> so, if you think your child is a picky eater, okay? This is uh, Baba Vanga's remedies for picky Eater. Okay. Eaters. Picky eating Sh- children. children. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Collect all kinds of fruits that are still acids, not fully ripe. Boil them in a very large pot until they become mushy. When the mi- mixture cools a little down, <gasps> pour it in a bathtub and dip the children in it. <laughs> Am I fucking kidding? No, that's what it says. And it says up to the throat. Meaning don't yes. cover their head. Don't, like, dunk them in it. No. What the fuck? But the children should stay in the water for at least half an hour. <laughs> and after the bus, smear the children with pork logs <laughs> and grape brandy. Grape brandy. Fro- yeah, grape brandy. Brandy, and keep on for 30 to thir- 20 to 30 minutes. Wash well after that. Holy shit. I'm kind of a picky eater. Maybe I need to do that. Then maybe I'll start <laughs> eating mushrooms and stuff that I don't like. I need to take a bath in, <laughs> in fruits. Yes, I guess so. Need to take uh, a bath and like what would start at like what you could start moonshine with like. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a lot of uh, good, good <laughs> remedies on this site. Oh, so funny. <laughs> uh, hair loss. You want hair hair loss? Oh, that's got a, something everybody wants to know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take 50 milliliter of grape brandy again. What is it with this fucking grape brandy? Uh, she probably just has it around because it's delicious. That's probably, <laughs> so she, it's like She's she just really, has it in the cabinet all the time. She loves grape brandy. And boil about 30 grams of grape wine's whiskers, little tin branches on, on the wine game. When the uh, water cool, stain the liquid and wash the hair with it after the bath. So, 
are uh, for the duration of a month wash your hair with fuller uh, with uh, full fuller earth after after bath rub in thin areas in here with slightly baked slices of lemon what the fuck here's on their site if you go back to the main page they have a list yeah. they have uh you go to baba vanga predictions and they have a list mm. of like what they think are her predictions uh some interesting ones uh the riots in Le- uh, Lebanon, 1968, breakup mm-hmm. of the Soviet Union, uh, un- the Union of East and West Germany, uh, Chernobyl disaster, she predicted. The 44th president would be black. Uh, that was one, I guess. Stalin dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the rest of them are not super interesting. Uh, oh, here we go. Some pr- predictions that still haven't come true. Peace for a thousand years will settle people of Earth. Uh, cancer and HIV AIDS will be cured uh, from a medicine made of iron. That's interesting. Hmm. Oil extraction uh, will stop and Mother Earth will rest uh, in 2020. Uh... Around 2050, people will travel to other worlds with a speed ten times faster that than that of the speed of light. That's an interesting one. Okay. In 200 years, humans will make contact with their brother in mind from another planet. So in 200 years, from I guess 96 is my guess, uh, is when we're gonna mm. when we're gonna find aliens. So not any according mm. to her, not any time within our lifetime. <laughs> uh but uh yeah there's uh, also some predictions she made for 2018 which is kind of got what got us started on this because i had seen an article from australia about her predictions and i thought oh that's we should just make her a whole like her as a person a whole topic for the show and then we'll cover her predictions for this year since it's the beginning of the year and that'll be a cool topic mm-hmm. Uh, and we will of course at the end of this uh, year see how much right she only made two predictions for 2018 so we won't have a lot to go over but we'll be if we remember uh, she foresaw two world changing events for 2018 according to this article Uh, the first one China will become a world's uh, the world's next superpower taking over uh, for the U.S. Um, I could argue that that is the case now. Or is in the middle of happening already, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see it happening. I, uh, I mean, I guess what is the, like, the hard part about that prediction is what is the kind of um, definition of them taking over? You know what I right. mean? Like. Do, do they have to, like, bomb us and then, like, actually ha- us have, like, the Chinese prime minister as our leader for that to count? I'm not really sure. Mm. Mm. Or do they just need to have, like, does their their currency need to become more 
important than the U.S. dollar. I guess that would be another way of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I could see either one of those things, or I can see the money thing happening a lot more than them taking over our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And number two, uh, a new form of energy will be discovered on Venus. Okay, that is more... Uh, it's either going to happen or not. Right. There's not... It's Yeah, exactly. There's no, like, one way or another, like, the other prediction. Like, right. Uh, it, there's no, like, construing it as one thing or another. According to no, this no. article, um, while we won't land on Venus uh, in 2018, uh, Parker's solar pro- probe uh, will investigate the outer core corona of the sun and it's going to use venus as like a, a a slingshot point to get to the sun like using its gravitational force you know what i mean so we do, in 2018 we will have uh something going around venus so at that time we can see if they actually investigate and find anything on venus if this lady if this comes true or not i guess that would be the time it would uh unless i don't know china or somebody's doing some kind of uh, stellar space uh, investigation that we don't know about, I suppose. Right. So, that doesn't look like it's going to come true, does it? Uh, it's possible, but we will have to see by the end of the year. Like, who knows? There could be some other way we find out about it, I guess. Right. Something that doesn't involve us actually sending something there. We could somehow uh, find out something about Venus. I don't know how we would. Maybe some kind of ancient knowledge? Like, we find some kind of ancient text in, like, a pyramid that says, oh, by the way, uh, in hieroglyphics it says, this is how you get uh, energy from Venus. I don't know. That's another random way to think about it, but... Sorry. Yeah, I would say highly unlikely. It it, it looks... It looks extremely highly unlikely. Is that okay to say? Uh, yeah, both of those <laughs> seem pretty unlikely. I think the China one probably seems a little more likely. But again, yeah. like we said earlier, where what is the actual definition of like what that means? So it's a, like they you could have it just be one thing and people will construe it and make it that it's like the steel birds it's like right why did you say steel birds in 1989 yeah. i don't understand so is this uh, lady a lunatic or is she somewhat uh visionary was she i guess like like yes uh, i think I guess the question we should really be acting, asking is, d- was this all just a hoax, or did she really believe in the prediction she was making? Because, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of say whether we thought she was actually a visionary or not, because I don't believe in that. But, did she actually believe the things she was saying, or was she just doing it as, uh, to have followers? I kind of think she believed what she was saying. Mm. What do you think? Yeah. I, I do actually think that as well. Uh, I, I actually 
all I can read about her, she seems like a, a human being that wasn't uh, there just for attention <coughs> or money or anything. She seems like a general good human being. So here's I, some I things. Totally... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Here's some I things totally we didn't go through. Mm-hmm. The future predictions past 2018. Some interesting ones. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, rise of cloning will mean doctors can cure any disease, and the U.S. will launch an attack on Muslim Rome. That's what, like in quotes, Muslim Rome, using a climate-based instant freezing weapon. That's weird. Uh, mm. Time travel sometime between 2,226 and 2,304, we will crack. Tr- that's when we'll have time travel. Uh, end of the world from 2,341. A series of natural and man-made disasters will make Earth uninhabitable, but humans will escape to another solar system. Uh, from 4,302 to 4,674, humans will become immortal. They will have assimilated with aliens. Uh, the 3, 000, or 340 billion people scattered throughout the universe will be able to talk to God. Ooh. And in 5,079, the universe will end. Uh... So I guess the rever- the reverse of the Big Bang will happen in 5079. Wow. So those are pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's a I mean she predicted all the way to 5079 <laughs> and a lot of crap in between. So yeah, this, yeah. it's an interesting lady for sure. I I don't believe most of it. She's gotten a lot of stuff oh. right, she's gotten a lot of stuff wrong. Most of the stuff she's gotten right has been very vague again. Mm. Um mm. But that's just kind of how all of these mystics are always... It's always kind of vague. Uh, maybe on purpose, maybe not. I would say probably on purpose. Um, I think she believed it, but I also think the lady was probably just nuts. Not an actual clairvoyant. What do you think? Mm. No, I, 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 I think she was nuts as well. But I, I do think... I do think it's interesting that she... Di- it didn't look like she was up. Uh, like I said, I, it didn't look like she was doing this for attention. So, yeah. All right. Have you seen the movie this week? I did. I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, now, now I'm a little worried. <laughs> I, overall, okay. it was a very good movie. Uh, it was very visually appealing. The acting was very good. Um, mm. It was just too long. Like, mm. not just the physical, actual movie was too long. Individual shots were too long. <laughs> it was like, are we still on this shot? Are we still showing... That, like, it'd be like a, the same still shot of, like, a landscape that was ju- done in CGI. It wasn't even, like, a real... Like, if you're doing, like, a kind of a slow pan of, like, a landscape that's, like, in Westworld, where it's super beautiful and it's like the real uh, Western frontier. This was a, you're, you're panning over a CGI landscape and you're supposed to have the same feeling as it if you're looking over the rolling hills. You know what I mean? Uh, that did not work for me. Um, 
this, I think it could have been a two-hour movie. It would have been just as good. Uh, definitely, if you're going to watch this, watch Blade Runner first. Because mm-hmm. I had to kind of go back. Like, I watched it over two days because it's so long. I watched it in two parts. And the first time I watched it, the first part, I kind of went, I need to go back and buff up because I haven't seen Blade Runner since, like, the 90s. You know what I mean? <laughs> so mm. I went back and kind of buffed. I didn't rewatch it, but I... I buffed up on it so I in my mind I remembered what I had seen then and that right. made it a lot more enjoyable because this definitely follows that it doesn't yeah. they don't really tell you it does but it definitely does and if you don't know the story of the original you'll be completely lost so. you will be super lost yeah I talked I agree with you I don't think it was too long but I understand what you mean <laughs> there's but a I... bunch of scenes I could have just totally cut out of this movie or shortened uh. Shorten the scenes to make it, uh, I don't know, uh, just flow better. There were a lot of scenes mm. that were just way too long. Uh, most mm. of them with uh, with the main bad guy. The scenes mm. with him, it's like, oh my gosh, they are stretching the crap out of this. <laughs> mm. What about I you? Under- I-, I can understand what you mean, but I don't really agree. Uh, I haven't. S- I have seen one movie. I was just going to say I haven't seen a movie. I've seen Jigsaw. Uh, what? what was that? Jigsaw. Oh, Jigsaw, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, do you like the Saw movies? I re- the first one I thought was amazing and was kind of a groundbreaking horror film for the genre. Yeah. Uh, by the third one, or maybe it was the fourth one, I was like, okay, I, this is just getting stupid. Yeah. Uh, I would I would actually say see it because it's it's so it's starting again. It's trying to revive Saw again. Okay. So yeah. does this one go off of the last one or does it go off the first like does it go back in time or is it just continue with the story? Uh, no, this is a new story. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, 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 I actually, uh, I, I liked it, kind of. In a weird way. <laughs> but I like shit movies as well, so don't trust me. Talking about I, the shit. last one I saw was the one where, uh, the secretary girl from, from the TV show Becker... Turns out to mm. be the bad guy. That was the last one I saw. Mm. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Of course. We're talking about shit movies. Let's talk about Insidious. The last key. Oh, a house. Oh, a man with a gun. He's a afraid house. of plastic. He has a fear of plastic. Plastophobia. <laughs> What is happening in this trailer? I have no clue. This is I need help. Ah, she was in the last one. She's, why? She's like, I can picture her for some movie, but I don't know what it is. She was in the first Insidious as well, if you've seen that. I've never, no, I haven't seen it. Mm. The first one is really good. The second one is really shit. 
And then I think it's the third oh, one. Oh, was she the... What was that movie with the two grandparents that turn out to not be the grandparents? They turn out to be two crazy people? Wasn't she the grandma in that? That's, I think, what it was. <laughs> no clue what film you're talking about. The one there, the two grandparents turn out to be crazy. It, the movie that was supposed to be a comedy but ended up not being a comedy. Police, there's someone right in front of you. There's nothing. What? Somebody has to go in and find them. I can help. Oh. From the people from Get Out and Paranormal Activity, two movies that we like. Oh. And it's got the guy from uh, the Gypsy TV show in it. These hauntings mm. can be terrifying things. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a Red Band trailer. That was pretty gnarly for yeah. just a regular trailer. Ooh. So what is this Oscar-nominated movie about? As I kid about every time. Right, and we're getting so close to the Oscars, it's going to be like not as funny pretty soon. Um, <laughs> I know. Soon, soon I actually can say what is this Oscar-nominated right, movie cause about. Right, because we're going to actually cover some, right. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Guillermo del Toro got the best director at the Golden Globes. Not that the Golden Globes yes. really matter at all, but whatever. Uh, um, Golden Globes was kind of funny. Uh, a brilliant parapsychologist, Elsie Rayner, receives a d disturbing phone call from a man who claims that his house is haunted. Even more disturbing is the address, fourteen or 413 Apple Tree Lane, uh, the home where Elsie grew up as a child. Accompanied by her two investigative partners, Rainer travels to Five Keys to confront and destroy her greatest fear. Uh, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. 6 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> it has an audio score of 55%. That's not really good. That is not good, no. Uh, yeah, we never talked, we talked about Oprah, but we never talked about the whole Me Too thing at, at the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah. Let's go into that real quick yeah. before we do our reviews of, yeah, of the movie. Yeah, uh, everybody, or lots of people brought oh. people who were uh, the accusers, uh, yeah. of different sexual harassment to, to the thing, and they all wore black, was the big, the, the big thing was they all wore black, which to me is like, is that really, like, if you're trying to bring attention to something, right? Yeah. Shouldn't you be, like, shouldn't they have all been wearing, like, chicken outfits or something that's, like, stands <laughs> out? You know what I mean? <laughs> to, like, bring attention to what, to their cause? Like, uh, I saw a thing, it was like, all the women wore black dresses and all the men wore black tuxedos. A black tuxedo is not really going out on, like, going out on a limb, really. You know, isn't every tuxedo yeah. black? Like, what? Yeah. So, I, I understand what they were doing, but, like, uh, wearing black is not really, like, putting yourself out there uh, trying to, like, you know what I mean? It's not really, yeah. uh, if they were all wearing, like, hats with vaginas on them, that would be putting <laughs> yourself out there. You know what I mean? Yes. 
<laughs> what do you think about that whole thing? Oh uh, no, it's it's uh, I I like the Me Too campaign, I do, but uh, and I think it's important. Uh, but uh, thing with the, I was so happy. I was like, everybody's wearing black, other than this one girl. She was wearing a, a fantastic and hot like red dress. <laughs> like she didn't get the memo. She's like, yeah, she did like, oh, what? Why is everybody wearing black? <laughs> yeah that's my like i i like the me too thing it stirred up uh great things sure it's important and it looks it is shit important but but like taking taking it to this point of thing is just silly, silly. right it's just a bunch of rich people dressing up like it, it, yeah. this isn't really in the same spirit as the whole me too campaign in my opinion no. even though they're helping out the bring awareness to it the way they're doing it is like kind of self-serving so that doesn't help uh and according to some of the stuff from the next day rose mcgowan who was the first person to come out against harvey weinstein and basically started mm. all of this uh she was not invited even though all a lot of other accusers were so she she kind of oh. went off on people and she said she totally disagreed with uh the whole wearing black thing as well she said it was a cop-out oh. And she was the one that started it, so kind of got to yeah. go go with her. Um, but yeah, let's get into Insidious The Last Key. Uh, yeah, why I was do... just going to say that. Yeah, let's why don't you do yours first? To... <laughs> let's turn the key to something else. Ah! <laughs> Epic Lady Sponge, The Adventure. Have you heard about her? Huzzah! Aha! The genius behind Chapter 1 thought uh, 3... Uh, decided uh, that it would. Uh, oh, the genius be uh, between. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the geniuses behind chapter one through three decided that it would be a great idea to make another installment for the possible one of the most forgettable franchises in horror genres of cinema history. That's pretty darn. Big saying that. Um, whatever, even better for me is that the film was released in January, that month of year where box office performance is ridiculous low compared to other months of the year. This means Insidious Last Key will literally be the last key to enter the keyhole known as the forgettable Insidious franchise. And <laughs> I hope this is the case. I do not want to see any more from this awful franchise. Says Epic Lady Sponge, the adventurer. All right, and I went to the Facebook page as normal. This was actually mm -hmm. a very interesting Facebook page because whoever the curator was was responding to everybody. It was a very a lot of. Um, a lot of people saying even good things or bad things. The curator of this insidious Facebook page was uh, responding. So if you want to say something to them, they will they will write back. Uh, is very interesting in that way. So I found one where they wrote back. Uh, Tato Cuervos said or Cuervas says, "So you're telling me? Oh, right. I should probably set this up. When we watched the trailer, Fro, did you notice the like blue person that looked kind of like an alien?" 
Yes. Okay. They had a picture of that uh, monster uh, on the Facebook. That, that was the post. Uh, and he says, so you're telling me the most bone-chilling scene from the trailer didn't make the cut? I just watched the movie in... Uh, I just watched the movie. In fact, I'm in the theater as I'm writing this. And I'm so pissed off, I want a refund uh, for misleading people. And they respond. Insidious The Last Key says, Hey, Teo, sorry if you were disappointed, but due to some reasons uh, out of our control, we needed to cut her scenes. The uncut version will be available on Blu-ray or DVD. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So it turns out they cut this to get, like, apparently it was too scary, the original version, uh, to pass, like, the ratings. So they Mm. had to cut a bunch of stuff um, that even was in the trailer to get it into the theaters is what it's looking like. So the Mm. uncut version is probably going to be better than the one that that was in the theater. Um, Or at least scarier is what it looks like. Cool. Yeah, so no Alone Together that we will talk about next week. No Nintendo Adventure because still isn't there. So let's go direct into the blogs. AudibleTrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's AudibleTrial.com slash another digital citizen. I actually got something on Audible. I'll talk about that for two seconds. Um... Uh, I, I uh, bought actually two uh, different books this week. I bought the Forsaken Say Saga complete box set, uh, books one to four, and I bought Tale of the Dragon Collector's Edition complete series, book one, 54 hours and 11 minutes in one series, and 27 hours and 10 minutes in the other series. So wow. that's yeah, using your credits. Right. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of uh, content for very little money. For extremely low money. Yeah, and you can get a free Audible book and a free Audible trial. Do it. And I will just plug WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com. Uh, go to YouTube. Go to West Coast Wrestling Connection page on YouTube. And mm-hmm. the TV show's on there. Check out the TV show. Uh, updates every week. Uh, and it's not five hours. From what I'm seeing right now, I'm reading this. I think this uh, is breaking news as we're reading yeah. this. Raw is going to be five, five hours, hours yeah. in two weeks for the 25th yeah. anniversary. Just yeah. what everybody wants. A longer Raw. <laughs> not so much. I promise you... West Coast Wrestling Connection will never be five hours, so. <laughs> oh, five hour raw. Is that less or uh, worse than Donald Trump? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Coming, coming next week, we will talk. News of the week. We will talk uh, finally about Alone Together, episode one. We will have another digital review of the commuter. Yep. This is a thriller with uh, anybody famous in it. Uh, What's his name? Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like oh. a drama mystery. So Sam Neill is in it as well. I see. Um, and we will talk about the harp conspiracy theory. What is harp? Well, harp originally was a military installation, I think, in Alaska. Yeah, in Alaska, that people claimed was used to control the weather. It no longer exists, but we're going to talk about it and maybe weather manipulation uh, next week. Mm-hmm. That's all uh, next week. Uh, this was a short show. Uh, goodbye, everybody uh, from America and uh, from Norway. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.